The Forum at 8 on SAFM. And thank you so much for staying with us here on AM Live on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. It's eight minutes past eight. And uh, last Sunday, as uh, most of you should know, uh, I think all of us at this point would know that there's a new cabinet. President uh, Jacob Zuma announced the establishment of a new ministry for small business development. Now, when the idea of a separate ministry was mooted earlier this year, it elicited strong opinions both for and against it. The new ministry is to be headed by Lindy Zulu, the president's previous advisor on international affairs, and this morning on the forum at eight, we host a new minister for small business development, uh, Ms. Liniwe Zulu. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Good morning, Sakina, and good morning to your listeners. Congratulations are in order, and Thank I must say, much. it would seem as though you've taken to office with a great deal of goodwill. You know, uh, people showing faith not only in you, but uh, they also seem to be excited about this ministry. Yes, Sakina, I've really been just yanked out of my usual uh, comfort zone, uh, which was uh, international relations and foreign policy. And therefore, I've been given a new responsibility. I'm, I'm taking it in a stride because I think that it's very important. I've adjusted already um, to the new responsibility. I've already had the necessary meetings with the ministers that have been dealing with this area. And I'm trying to catch up as fast as I possibly can because we don't really have much time. And they are watching you, Minister. I've just received um, an, a tweet from Common who says, interested to listen to Ms. Zulu's remarks today. On Monday, she was still going through small business literature. So let's hear what gives today. And um, of course, let's just start by looking at a description of this new ministry. And of course, um, what is your vision for it? Well, I think a lot of work has already been done. Uh, what needs to happen on our side is that uh, we just need to zoom in back into that description of what exactly is small and medium enterprise. What I've seen is that they look at uh, the size, uh, for instance, or they look at the turnover in terms of their, their finances. So I don't think that going back into definition will take us too long a time because mm-hmm. As I said earlier, the, the departments of trade and industry as well as economic development have been dealing with this issue. The only difference is that now there's going to be a ministry and a department that will solely focus on it. And uh, do you envisage any sort of you know, uh, slowdown given by the fact that you have to interact with other ministries in order to make sure that you get to streamline this as best as possible? We can't afford any slowdown. You've been listening to the, 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 the data as far as where our economy is going, so we, we can't afford any slowdown at all. Hence, in our meeting yesterday, we agreed that what is happening uh, and, and going very well, we need to make sure that we sustain that and, and make sure that it continues because when people are in business, there isn't even a little bit of space to say that uh, you're going to shut your, 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 your shop for a few days while Lindy is trying to adjust herself. I'm aware of the fact that a lot of work that has been done still needs to continue to be done. The, the, the sections in the Department of Trade and Industry which have been dealing with this, we are going to be having a meeting already um, this week just to look at what they have been doing and how can we improve that. But we won't have any slowdown. We just can't 
can't afford any slowdown. And this is, of course, a brand new ministry, so it's going to take time to set up. Have you uh, managed to put uh, aside any time frames and establish how long it's going to take you? And have you identified possible people that you will bring into the ministry? Absolutely. The, the fact that there were people in the Department of Trade and Industry who were working on this, including the Deputy Minister, by the way. My Deputy Minister is somebody that has been working in that area, which is then an advantage. It means one has to pull uh, the, the, the brains from those areas and make sure that we put together a, a strong business case, because at the end of the day, I still need to go to Cabinet to go and make sure that we get the necessary support. But I'm confident that Uh, the decision that was taken to make sure that we have this ministry and this department uh, will get the necessary support because I think collectively as as, as cabinet and the president himself has identified this to be a very important vehicle for job creation and this is where South Africa is struggling in the area of jobs. And of course I've already started talking to even people who are in the business sector because there's different sectors of small business. You can find them in different areas. We are already starting to talk to them to say, look, business, you are big, but you need to also come on board uh, to assist us on this one. I mean, let me just make an example. You see that uh, in the mining sector, never mind that there's the strikes and everything that's going on there. Miners wake up in the morning and go to the mines or in the evening and go to the mines. They leave families behind who try to eke a living through selling small little things and so forth. So our approach is going to be, what is it they too as big business can do to make sure that those small businesses which are operating within their premises and so forth, what is it that they need to be supported in order to make sure that their environment is conducive, they access uh, uh, finances because it's one of the challenges that small businesses face, accessing of those those uh, those resources, skills development. There's no one who's going to be able to run any business unless they have the skills to be able mm. to do that. It mustn't be a hand-to-mouth kind of a, of a situation. I mean, I, I have a little bit of experience from a very personal point of view because with the way I grew up, my grandmother used to be a small business person. That's how I was educated. She had to sell whatever she had to sell in order for her to make sure that the school fees are paid and so forth. Besides, I live in this society. Even though I was on international relations, I was seeing these things all the time. And I've also uh, used to see in the African continent, for instance, how small businesses thrive. So we we have to just go out and look at all those and see what is it that needs to be done. What I don't want to do is to find myself being everything to everybody because it's not going to work. It's a question of making sure that we focus focus on something that can 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 give us a a, a good a, 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 a good returns as quickly as possible. Of course, I need to have long and short term plans. And already we have the NDP. It means I must go into that. Um, plan and, and focus on what it says in as far as economic development is concerned and what it says about the development of small and medium enterprises. If you've just joined us, uh, you're listening to the Forum at 8 here on SAFM. And uh, this morning we are hosting uh, Minister Lindiwe Zulu, Minister of Small Business Development, brand new ministry. And, of course, you're welcome to call in 0891-104-208. Perhaps you have questions. uh, Perhaps you have suggestions for Minister Lindiwe Zulu. Uh, We'd welcome your calls. And you can, of course, also SMS us on 34701. Or you can Facebook or tweet AM Live on SAFM. Now, Minister, in his 
uh, speech earlier this year, uh, then Minister of uh, Finance, Praveen Gordon, uh, actually said that small business people had raised concerns that they were not receiving enough support in order to raise their enterprises. Um, what are you going to do in order to try and facilitate this? I, in, my, in the meeting that I had already with uh, Minister Rob Davis, that's one of the issues that um, he dealt with. And I was informed that there is a, 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 a process, there are processes of mentoring, uh, mentorship and support, uh, holding the hands of small and medium enterprises. We need to try and improve on what is already existing. However, I'd also like to say that it also becomes a responsibility of those uh, uh, people who are in the small and medium enterprises. They need to take advantage of whatever is, is available. They need to also uh, themselves get up and do something for, 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 for to, in order to improve. I know that um, uh, there's an issue that I discussed uh, uh, on the day before yesterday relating to uh, foreign nationals who are doing business here. Mm. I raised the issue that I keep asking myself the question, how do they sustain themselves? How do they manage when they don't have the kind of support that other uh, South African small businesses are getting? They travel from far away with very little money. They get here, they open spaza shops, they support each other. Uh, and, and, and they survive. We need to just zoom into that and, and, and just find out how do they manage to do that. The issue of them being foreigners is another issue altogether, and I don't want to be dealing with this right now, but I'm focusing on how do they manage to survive and support each other and sustain themselves when they have absolutely no support at all. And uh, Simpiwe Mkachwa on Twitter asked that very question, so I hope the minister has answered that for you, Simpiwe. And uh, also the lines are open, as I indicated, 891 We are hosting this morning a Minister for Small Business Development, New Ministry with Minister uh, Lindue Zulu, and we are taking your calls now. Eddie in Edenvale, good morning. Good morning to Sakina and the minister. Uh, I just wanted to query with the minister. You know, the the local ANC metro, especially Joburg and and Chwani, seem to have been very unfriendly lately to the to small business. Last year, they they uh, the Joburg metro had Operation Clean, Clean Sweep, which was a shocking term they, to to sweep all the hawkers off the streets, and it took a constitutional court order to rescind that. So uh, it, it just seems that you know people trying to eke out a hard living, and uh, and, and countries right throughout Africa, hawker business thrives and they grow into big businesses. What is the is the ministers you know going to uh, going to do something about the attitude of the metro councils where they they, they seem to be totally against those, such uh, enterprises. Mm. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Um, Eddie, uh, let's speak to A.B. now in uh, Cape Town. Good morning. Good morning, Sakina and uh, Minister. Um, Minister, I'd like to make a plea on behalf of you know small business owners and entrepreneurs. Size um, definition of a personal service company is highly restrictive and it prevents an entrepreneur such as myself you know, starting a business and engaging with a large corporation and offering a service if I don't employ three people, um, you know, in the company. Now, as a small, as an entrepreneur, I mean, you know, I'd like to start small and grow from the but I don't have that ability. And it, it really stifles 
entrepreneurship. So, I mean, I believe in that it would be a, a plea to you to look into that and, um, you know, try to, to accommodate, you know, individuals or groups of individuals who want to get together and, and, and drive something forward. Um, so, yeah, that's... Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Amy. And of course, uh, we are hosting uh, Minister Lindiwe Zulu, uh, Minister of uh, Small Business Development, and taking your calls. And as we said, uh, we do welcome uh, those of you who want to give suggestions, as AB just did to Minister as well. And also those of you who may be having questions or experiencing difficulty currently as small business operators, perhaps you have questions that you would like to alert the Minister to as well. And in Somerset West, good morning. Good morning. Um, I have two friends who run small businesses, and they find they're terribly hamstrung by a huge host of regulations, which I believe America threw out because found it didn't work. And, you know, one of them is that you cannot hire anyone you find unsuitable, so they're scared to take on any new people, which really um, sort of defeats the whole thing, doesn't it? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we will have a look into that for you, Anne. Secretary to handle all the regulations. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, Don in the Eastern Cape. Good morning. Hello, Don. Yes. No, out, well, congratulations, Minister. Uh, I just want to ask two things. How are you going to go about mainstreaming SMME development into the provincial and local sphere? Do you intend to have uh, such ministries in, with provincial footprint? Because I believe provinces like where I am, for instance, the Eastern Cape, there's a bit of high rate of unemployment, especially targeting young people. How do you then intend to mainstream that so that there is easy accessibility that cuts the red tape and bureaucracy in terms of accessing the information that is developmental? Thank you very much. I'll listen on the radio. Thank you so much, Don. Minister, perhaps you can respond to, uh, you know, uh, that lot of questions. And, uh, you know, most people, they seeming to uh, raise the issue around regulations and um, red tape, as it were. Yeah, well, let me start with the first one that related to the local metros and what we saw uh, on TV and, and also the fact that there was a constitutional court order that uh, made, made sure that people are able to go back to the streets and fan. We will have to engage with the metros because we also have to be conscious of the fact that they have to do their work too and keep the environment clean and make sure that the cities are orderly. However, I also do feel that uh, we need to engage with them so that there is a common understanding of the fact that they also need to support and assist uh, small and medium enterprises because that way it's job creation. So I will engage with them at all levels. I think that there needs to be that engagement. Um, then the second issue really that related to the plea to, um, uh, to the fact that um, uh, the environment is highly restrictive and, and stifling. I know that red tape, let's go back to the discussion which the president has been saying so many times, for instance, that it's important for even government and departments that um, are assisting to make sure that the red tape is removed. That, of course, is not going to be a magic, a magic wand. One will have to work with them and make sure that uh, we try and assist in the best way uh, that, that we can. We're going to look at the regulation and the legal framework. Mm. What is existing? Is it helpful? Has it been helpful? Where is
is it not helpful? And, and that's why I'm saying that um, the first few weeks, obviously, one will have to take a step back and look at what has worked and what hasn't worked, but focus especially on ensuring that what has worked does not collapse, and then what hasn't worked, we, we begin uh, to turn it around. The interesting part is that one of the provinces. I think that that's very important because at the end of the day, when you talk about the small and medium enterprises, you talk about people that are really, really on the ground. We're sitting at national level, passing all the regulation, passing the laws, mm. making the plans and everything. But the bottom line is that the people that will have to assist us most is the provinces and local structures. I'm happy that, uh, in fact, in the free state, if I may just mention that, the, the premier of the free state indicated that even before one was appointed here, the mere fact that for him there was a common understanding and a decision that we need to form this ministry. Already he was indicating that the, the, the provincial arm and, and strong institutions that are existing there, we need to be able to harness them and use them. Access for people to information is one of the biggest challenges. When people can't access information, it becomes very difficult for them. When they are sent from pillar to post, it becomes very difficult for them, understanding also that they've even got very little resources mm. to, 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 to travel from, from the township to town uh, and to even access Internet or, or, on that because, you know, it's important for us to also understand that there's technology. How can we be able to assist our people to understand how to use that technology to even access that technology itself. So those are some of the areas that I'm going to try and focus on as of immediate. And, and, and I'm glad you spoke about that because uh, access uh, to resources but as well as access to funding, uh, Minister, because um, the banks obviously then come into play here in a big way because very often people complain that they don't know how to access funding. Yes, absolutely. You know, yesterday when we were talking about this, uh, 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 Minister Rob Davis, who, who has been working on this, said to me, there's a very high rate of SMMEs collapsing. And then he went into explaining, uh, for instance, that some of the reasons why they collapse is because even when they access resources uh, or finances, they don't have the skill to manage their finances. And also because they live from hand to mouth. Sometimes even the money that's there that's supposed to be assisting them for the business ends up going into other areas and, and then they, they, they collapse. Also, he spoke a lot about uh, non-compliance because I think what is important is that we must also understand that we are a, a law-abiding, you know, we've got laws in the country. We can't have a, a free-for-all where people just do whatever they want anywhere they want because that way it's not going to be able to assist us. So we need to work together. Small and medium enterprises need to also understand their own responsibilities in the process. Government also needs to make sure that it creates conducive environments for them to operate. And uh, taking a few more calls, uh, let's go to Cape Town. Nevada, good morning. Good morning. Good. Yes, can Nevada, we can hear you clearly. Good morning. Um, Minister, congratulations, number one. Um, you know, you've got a small business, you are a director of HR, you're the director of compliance, you're the director of everything. So there's a lot of work and there's a lot of people that need assistance also. I think one of my biggest frustrations is that there's so many compliance issues, whether it's SARS or whether it's paying your COID on time or whether it's paying your 
um, UIS monthly. And I think that that's one of the biggest problems with, with small businesses in South Africa, where they don't have guidance on those things. Um, if I speak to people and I say, what's your biggest frustration? They say, it's paying all my stuff on time. The penalties, if I don't pay my UIS on time, for instance. Mm. So in the past, when we had when we had to pay the UIS separately to to SAS, um, not to SAS, we had the pay you earn to SAS and then UIS separately, it was a complete screw-up. Now that it's with SAS, it's working. So why can we not do the COID annually with them? Why can we not do everything through one portal or one medium instead of 10 different places? Register annually your income with SIPIC. Why can't all those things just be on one one internet page that mm. you access and and do it you know, at once? So ease of use it would, it would be. Thank you so much, Nevada. And Simon and Haman Skral, good morning. Good, good morning. How are you? Well, and you? Very well, thank you. I just want to, to thank for this opportunity and want to comment at the same time as the minister. The challenge that uh, I've been, uh, we've been going through, especially the rural communities, I mean, uh, uh, we're striving because of uh, lack of infrastructure. For example, you want you start a business, but you want uh, a telecom line to have an ADS there so that you can you can be able to communicate through internet. Then you don't have that, and you struggle a lot. What is the minister going to do to make sure that the rural communities, small business in particular, do have at least access to infrastructure which would fast track the uh, moving forward in terms of their business? Again, another challenge is the CIDB and. It, I mean, we have just looked at the CIDB certification. It's actually pro bigger business. And how is she going to deal with that to make sure that small business that are starting to this, uh, going into this business, they can be able to assess projects that, that they can be able to deal with financially and otherwise. But they must not be closed out of the system because they don't have that necessary funds to, to, to be able to start a project. All Thank right. you. Thank you so much, Simon. And, of course, we'll get Minister Lindewes Zulu to respond to Simon and Nevada, and we'll also read some SMSs and tweets that have come through. But right now it is 8.30 and time for the news headlines with Vabakshni Jetty. 27 minutes before 9 here on the Forum at 8 and I just want to add to Rob Burns' accident uh, reports there and Ngotwana intersection on the N4 we received a message that apparently there's an accident there so proceed with caution and time to find out what's coming up on Morning Talk with Rowena Bird. Good morning. Good morning Sakina. Uh, coming up on Morning Talk this morning in the first hour we're going to hear the views of the listener on the open line then we're going to have Workers on Wednesday which focuses on issues concerning the labour market in South Africa. And on the slot today, we will talk about police brutality against strikers and protesters who are usually made up of the working class. In the, in the final hour of the show today, we will talk about the merits and demerits of the decriminalization of prostitution in South Africa, and this in view of uh, yesterday's sentencing in the Western Cape High Court of uh, Johannes de Jager to life behind bars for the killing of two teenagers who were sex workers. And that will take us to 12 12- 12 midday and wrap up morning talk for today. Thanks, Akina.
When it comes to procurement law, something that seems pretty straightforward turns into a maze of challenging issues. Matisin Kyovu and Sidumedi attorneys has vast knowledge and understanding of the laws governing procurement in the public sector. For any procurement legal issues, call us on 011-268-5225. MNS Attorneys, legal expertise in your corner. Uh, Anita Satofosefa, please. And how old is this precious little one? About 50. 50? Yes, it's a rather rare non-carat sapphire from Burma. Because you can't babysit your stuff all the time. There's APSA iDirect. For insurance with cashback rewards, SMS APSA to 43755 and talk to the bank that's here for you to prosper. SMS rates apply and terms and conditions. APSA, member of Barclays, an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. And thanks for staying with us here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And on the forum at 8 this morning, we're hosting the new Minister for Small Business Development, uh, Ms. Lindiwe Zulu. And, of course, taking your questions, your comments, any suggestions you may have for the minister. And uh, Fitlegile Wilson says the energy and passion of Minister Zulu will certainly add value in the ministry. And uh, lots of tweets and uh, also SMSs coming through. We'll uh, run through a few of those in just a minute. But before we do that, Minister, if we can just uh, revert to uh, what uh, Nevada and Simon were saying before the break. Yes, of course, uh, with regard to the issues of compliance, I think that uh, in order to have order, compliance has to be there. I think the challenge is we need to just break it down and make it easy and ease uh, some of the issues within uh, that com- compliance. And I hear him talking about penalties and all that. Mm. I, I fully agree on, on, on the fact that maybe if we have one place and one portal instead of too many places that people have to run to, it's one of the things that we'll have to look at. But as to really, I'm one person who believes that, you know, when there's things that you have to comply to, you have to comply. But I understand also at the same time that we shouldn't make it too difficult because at the end of the day, people have to sustain uh, their businesses. Mm. And, uh, and, and I suppose, Minister, if it is cumbersome, that also mm. leads to uh, uh, you know, people not complying, not because they don't want to, just yeah. because of, uh, you know, a lack of ease. You absolutely. That's why I'm saying that we'll have to look at that and see what is it that we can do to make sure that it becomes easy. You know, I, I can imagine what it is when you're running a business and then you have to focus on your business and then you have to be running from one office to the another with a whole lot of red tape mm. and bureaucracy and so forth. Uh, I'm not saying that one will come in and just ship those things off, but one will try to do the best that one can to make sure that uh, life is made a little bit easy because the sustainability of businesses is very important. That's where one sees uh, 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 jobs uh, being created. And also, you know, somebody can, 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 can have five people, can have ten people, can have uh, 20 people. Those are some of the things that we have to look at. What is also interesting was the next issue related to rural communities yes. and lack of infrastructure. This is a big problem, and this is where I say, uh, in, as we develop our strategy and uh, develop our, our business case, we need to develop a very strong business case, but there's absolutely no way we can do that without understanding uh, or, or pulling through also the other ministries that are very relevant to this, because infrastructure development, the president has said so many times, how do people who have absolutely no roads, 
How do they get their products? How do they travel to even uh, uh, do uh, uh, whatever they need to do? How do they go to the banks and all that? So a connection and coordination with other uh, departments that are important in this place has to be, uh, we have to be engaging with them. The issue of the budget, for instance, you know, how do you operate without a budget? I mean, at the end of the day, uh, I'm starting from from scratch when it comes to putting all those systems in place. Uh, one needs to know what what the budget is going to be to be looking mm. like, and therefore it means one needs to also work very closely with uh, some of the cabinet uh, uh, colleagues to make sure that one gets a very good support on this one. I, I can just clearly say that uh, in the first weeks that are upcoming. My focus is going to be ensuring that we have a, a, a strong business case to even present to cabinet itself, to even present to the president himself. One needs to have a strong business case to even present uh, uh, to big business who are supposed to also assist us uh, in this, uh, the chambers and all other institutions, the financial institutions. The only way they can be able to trust that you're going to do a, judo, a good job is when you, you present a, a very strong a, a business case. And also, one would have to tap into the brains that are clearly available in South Africa. It's 20 years uh, down the line, and uh, I think that a lot of people have got bright ideas. So one will just have to find how do we pull those resources together, both human and financial resources. Absolutely. And of course, the lines are still open. 0891-104-208. And uh, Fezziwee Tutu on uh, Twitter says to me, the lines are unbelievable, can't get through. But uh, she has fortunately sent us an SMS. And the SMS line number is 34701. Um, Minister, another issue that comes up very frequently when one talks about small business is that of late payments. And I just want to read two uh, two SMSs in that regard. The first one here is uh, from... Andy in Bloemfontein. And Andy says, our small and micro businesses are killed by government and big businesses because they are taking way too long to pay us. For example, I'm awaiting uh, SAPS for six months to pay me for a mere 10,000 rand. Small business uh, does not have money or any legal support to fight those who owe them. That's from Andy in Bloemfontein. And Emil in Cape Town says, uh, Dear Minister Zulu, regarding the late payment of SMEs by big companies, the government should mandate supply chain finance programs for big companies. This allows all SMEs to get paid immediately for goods and services delivered. Propel, part of PSG, is one such business that offers a multi-link bank platform and the private sector has solved this issue. Government should simply embrace it as well. So that is also one of the key issues, Minister. Yes, absolutely. And this is one issue that one has been listening to because at the end of the day, I've been sitting in the ANC uh, structures as far as conference and all. And so even if I was focusing on international relations, South Africa also was always at the center of things. And I've heard the president talking about this so many times. There was a time when actually a, a government was saying they will be paying within the 30 days. Mm. And, and unfortunately, as, as, as someone is called, as Eddie was saying from Bloemfontein, that it's still not happening. Obviously, one needs to zoom in that. In other words, it also means that within our own structure as, as the new ministry, we need to have something that will focus particularly on that in terms of monitoring and evaluation. And also, we need to connect uh, to uh, things like the hotline, 
which has always been there where people call and complain about this. Uh, and, and can I also just ask uh, uh, Sakina that Eddie must give you, uh, if it's possible, I don't know if you caught uh, Eddie's number, because what I would like to do is really to be practical mm. in the best way that I can. When I hear that there's a problem here, I need to try and make sure that it's dealt with. That's why in the space of my, 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 my ministry, I would have to make sure that there is a unit that is going to be able to just specifically deal with that. People don't want... Uh, theories, people don't want talk, people want to see things happening, and I I will try my best to make sure that we create a structure that will make that happen. Love that attitude, Minister, because you're so right. People's businesses, their livelihoods are at stake here, and um, as such, uh, something will be done. But we do have Emil. Emil actually sent us um, an SMS, and uh, seeing that he sent an SMS, I think we'll be able to retrieve his number, so we'll pass that on to you. Uh, Minister, we have uh, Sandile Zungo on the line, Uh, from uh, BBC. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. And uh, good morning, Minister. Good morning. Um, Good morning, Sandra. Thank you very much for your call. Yeah, as you you may remember, we as the Blackstones Council uh, felt very strongly about the need for this ministry. Mm -hmm. And we're very pleased that um, our call has been acceded to. And uh, absolutely, we could not have hoped for a better person to, to, to shepherd this ministry. And uh, congratulations to you. Thank we you. know that you use energy. I think your, your conscience and your care for a small man, um, you know, the precedes you. Thank you. I think what I like most is your, 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 your stated intention to present a business case that may inspire all the stakeholders, at not least, um, the Black Business Council. Uh, so we look forward to consultations with yourselves. Uh, because we have got very, um, very strong views and have got very pragmatic suggestions that we will obviously want to present to you for your consideration at the earliest possible uh, opportunity. But as a Black Business Council, we want to pledge our support for you and we want to work very closely with you because this must succeed. We cannot fail. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Sandile Zungu there from the BBC Black Business Council. <clears throat> Minister, I'm not even going to give you a chance to respond to that. You'll just have to uh, soak it up because we have so many calls and so many tweets coming through. So I want to try and move through as many of these as we possibly can. Uh, let's take Isaac in Cape Town. Good morning, Isaac. Hi, good morning, uh, Sakina. Good morning to the Minister. Good morning, and I would like to congratulate the Minister on a new position. Um, first of all, I must be a spokesperson because he's too much on radio and TV and everybody wants a piece of it. <laughs> you know, so I've decided I'm going to be a spokesperson rather, you know. You'll have to wait in line, Isaac, because I can tell you I already have two tweets. This one says, I'm an academic with a doctorate in business. Will the minister be looking for people or just taking staff from DTI? And there's another one that came in very early this morning when they just heard that we're speaking to the minister. And that was from Mlungisi in who says, I understand there are no workers in this department yet. Can I please be employed in that department? So you'll have to take your place in line. Sakina, I will make my place in line, but the minister don't need people with academics and talks. The minister needs people who's going to do things for her, man. <laughs> so that is where I will come in, you know. <laughs> yes, I do. But, but uh, just to my point, Sakina, um, at some point I need to speak to the minister or get some of her people involved 
because my wife and my daughters have a business or registered. They don't have the business up and running as yet, but it's something that is registered and it's something that where they can employ people right through the country in all the provinces and your rural areas and stuff like that. Mm, okay. Thank so, you. So it, it's merely now contacting the right people and if it can happen on the minister's watch, why not? Because it is something that can be a small business, but it can be of benefit to all in South Africa. All right. I'm sure Minister heard you there, Isaac, and we'll take a response from her in just a moment. But let's also speak to Dixon in Pretoria. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Uh, how are you? Well, and you? Uh, very good. Uh, I just wanted to say congratulations uh, to the Minister. And she couldn't have uh, came in at a very crucial time. Uh, Minister, my question is that, you know, as an SMBE, uh, you know, we go through certain challenges. Uh, we are being painted in a very negative light. We are being rejected. We are being looked down upon. And in particular, when it comes to uh, government contracts, the state has a tendency of creating terms and conditions that work against small businesses. I just wanted to find out whether the minister, does he acknowledge that and whether he sees something that he's going to look into to try and allow small businesses to also participate in, 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 in uh, um, U-stream uh, uh, opportunities that the government has for businesses as a whole. Thank you very much. I listen to the radio. Thank you, Dixon. Minister? Yes, thank you very much. May I just go back to, to Isaac in Cape Town to say that thank you for the congratulation and say, you know, as I was going through some of the literature, I realized that there are some countries actually that are doing very well in terms of family businesses and so forth, like Germany. There's, there's, the family businesses thrive there. But of course, if you look where Germany is, they've, they've been, they've been democratic for a very long time. They've got a better base than us. So those are some of the things that we'll have to look into to say, how do we support? You remember earlier on I was talking about the fact that you've got people that come from far away, they support each other and, and make sure that they grow because they, they just supporting each other. So one needs to just look at what are the already existing programs. And I know that uh, within uh, DTI uh, there's a lot of work that has been done in that area. It will just be a, a question of, of focusing. Well, we don't have any staff at the moment, obviously, but because we also don't want to be start to taking too long to start doing our work, the, the existing uh, structures within DTI, I have already had meetings and I, I need to go back there and have those meetings and look at the capacity that's already existing there so that one can be able to make sure that we, we hit the, round, the, the ground running. And of course I'm saying to people if there's adverti- advertising out there uh, for people to, to, who want to work, they must just apply. We'll, we'll advertise as soon as we possibly can, but we need to do the needs analysis first, you know, so that we have a, we, I need to make sure that I have a lean and, and lean machine that can be able to, uh, uh, to, to deliver. The last question that, that related to small businesses being rejected and being looked down upon, uh, I think that, uh, uh, Sandy Lezungu is there to, to also assist us in terms of ensuring that we, we develop a, an approach that says how do we ensure that we raise the bar in as far as people understanding what SMMEs are, understanding where they need the, the support and how they need to be supported. 
We cannot afford to have small and medium enterprises being looked down upon because they have a very important role in the uh, development of our economy. They also have a, a very important role in creating jobs. And this is one of the biggest challenges that South Africa faces, especially when we are in this space as far as our economic situation is concerned. And, of course, we'll continue taking your comments, your suggestions, your questions for Minister Lindiwe Zulu. And uh, also uh, we'll read some of the messages that have come through. Must just say uh, we've been inundated, but we'll try and read through as many as we possibly can after this. South Africa. Meet South Africa. Meet 50 million reasons to say hello. Eta. Meet Hauset. Salam. Meet Molo. When we gather round as one, we know to take and pass along. We say sorry when we've done nothing wrong. Meet a people united by song. A future full of dreams and imaginations bursting at their seams. One day, meet one day. Meet a nation that loves to play. Saki Saki, meet Pansula. Meet the original trance. Meet curiosity. 14A, meet 14B. Meet sunshine with Africa's favorite airline. There's a story in each seat because great things happen every time we meet. South Africa, meet South African Airways. We are ready to connect you. South African Airways, bringing the world to Africa, taking Africa to the world. This Thursday on Top Billing. Join me, Joanne Strauss, as I chat to Raleen Strauss about life as Miss South Africa. And no, we're not related, only by a sex. Comedian Nick Rabinovitz pulls no punches. A Pretoria family decide the trees were here first, so they built around them. Ross Jack and Giano Sky share their inspiration. And you can get in the running to win a 70,000 Rand TV. That's Top Billing, Thursday night at 8.30 on SABC3. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Thanks for staying with us uh, here on SAFM. And, of course, uh, we are running through as many of your messages as we possibly can at this point. And the lines are also still open. We'll see how many calls we can still take. 0891104208. And, of course, the SMS line 34701. A message on Facebook here from Andla Sitole says, Various state-funded institutions have been established to deal with small business development, but they've come short at addressing especially youth unemployment. What groundbreaking strategies is the minister going to employ? And I must just acknowledge all the other people who have also alluded to the issue of uh, youth unemployment and entrepreneurship, minister. Yes, absolutely. I agree. And and, and I think that uh, I, I don't want also to say much uh, when one still has to uh, take a step back and make sure that one has a very uh, a good strategy. However, the fact that we are aware of where the challenges are, that is what is important for us to zoom into those uh, challenges. Sakina, I would have to come back to you, obviously, at some point, and you'd have to give me the mm. space to talk uh, about the strategy that we are going to employ because I have to really make sure that I have a strong business case, as I say. So I wouldn't want really to delve into those areas because I, have had, I haven't had that opportunity to take that, take that step and, 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 and look at what needs to be done. In about two weeks' time, three weeks' time, one will be able to have that plan, as I said earlier on, that we don't have much time, unfortunately, for us, and really we need to hit the ground running 
but I think that I need to be given that opportunity at least uh, uh, to make sure that I, I put something down that can be. And the consultation obviously is going to happen because you cannot have a, a strong business case unless you do the, the necessary consultation and, 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 and you, you had already a black business already saying they are willing. There's a lot of people who've already called in to say that they are willing uh, to assist. And as I say, I've realized that a lot of literature is out there. A lot of experience is out there. 20 years down the line, we need to make sure that we, we, we turn the wheel to make sure that firstly, there's, there's, we make sure we ensure skills development. We make sure that the financing goes right. We make sure that we engage with the financial institutions. We make sure that the turnaround for business is also not too long. But more than anything else, I think one of the most important things that we would need to do is to ensure that there needs to be an alignment and coherence even within a government itself so that we can get the necessary support that we need to get from different departments. There also need to be very strong uh, support that will have to come uh, from business. Big business also has to recognize that this is their country. It's in their interest also to make sure that they support small businesses because they cannot uh, uh, produce all the jobs that South Africa needs. So we'll have to work closely with them and see where they can be able to assist us to take the process forward. Let me just read a few more messages here, Minister. Uh, this one says, how about a two-day summit uh, for SMEs? And another one says, very interesting listening to Minister Zulu. She has a critical role to play for our country, and uh, the ministers uh, need to be role models, and who does she draw her inspiration from? Um, Minister? Well, I draw my inspiration from uh, my own uh, political party, really, if I have to be very uh, straightforward with that one. And my colleagues that I work with, uh, these are people that I've worked with, even if I was in another space, but I've worked with at all levels. But I also draw my inspiration just from ordinary people who get up in the morning and try and make a living for themselves and try and keep their families together. I'm also driven by the fact that I've, I've, I've been there, the fact that I'm where I am today doesn't mean I was parachuted here. I've also worked very hard to get to where I am. So I'm inspired by people who are hardworking, who are focused, who also have a sense of a contribution not only to their families, but also who have a sense of contribution towards uh, their community. So I'm not thinking that I'm going to be walking alone there, or the department is going to be walking along, alone there. I have a deputy minister who's also been in that space. I've already had the meetings with her. We already have a common understanding and a common approach of what the challenges are. So I think that we, 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 I'm going to do the best that I can to pull this one up. And we cannot afford to fail because if the economy of South Africa uh, fails, if we don't create the jobs, I don't think that uh, the people of South Africa are ever going to give us another opportunity altogether. But So mm. I'm also driven by that fact that we need to deliver. We need to deliver because people need to live. And South Africa, in creating a better life for South Africa, it's not going to be done by government alone. It's not going to be done by business alone. People in their own individual spaces need to say how are they going to improve their own lives around them. Because when they do so, then the entire country is able to move forward. Minister, let's take one last call. Frank Talk, we're hopelessly out of time. Can you please just make this very quick, 30 seconds? Congrats, Lindy. Uh, quick, I think, uh, you know, uh, FIFA and FIDA ought to have 
automatically being announced to be part of your department. Similarly, as the MDDA and the SABC now under the new Department of Communications, um, you know, I think due diligence would have pointed that way. But again, hey, we're looking forward to the department. Thank you so much. And I must also just acknowledge all the SMSs, all the tweets that have come through. We can't read all of them. There are just so many. But what we will do, Minister, is we'll try and forward all of these to you. So maybe you can have a look at what people are saying and uh, many suggestions coming through in that way as well. And as for uh, AM Live here on SAFM, I will commit the show to bringing you back and we will afford that space because clearly there's great demand to have you back, Minister. Thank you very much, Sakina. And I think that suggestions are always welcome so that we can then be able to move forward together. Thank you for inviting me to your program. Absolute pleasure. And there you have it. We'll bring uh, Minister Lindiwe Zulu back onto the show uh, as soon as uh, she gives us an indication that she does, she has now uh, formulated a strategy because that is what she has indicated she will be doing. And we'll bring her back and look at the priorities. And, of course, we'll forward all of your communication to the minister as well so that she can go through it. And uh, that was the forum at 8 for this morning. And, as always, thank you so much for your fantastic participation and also, Uh, to the team who made sure it went out loud and clear, our production team. And of course, we'll be back with you tomorrow, uh, bright and early 6am, here on AM Live on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. And with that, uh, we leave you and ask you to take care so you can be back with us tomorrow.